That was a gunshot! Kenneth. Everyone get your heads down! Kenneth. That was a drive-by attempt, Frank! Kenneth, that was a neighbor's car backfiring! They're coming for the eggs! Kenneth! They definitely are coming for eggs. Episode 165, Feathers and Friends. Let's get after it, hey. So as it seems to be... There's a uh, a fun little introduction uh, that I get to do with each and every single podcast, because apparently I decided to have people on who've never done a podcast before. Everyone, welcome a buddy of mine, Ray's, who I play a lot of uh, a lot of Escape from Tarkov. Ray's, you want to introduce yourself, good sir? Hello, my name is Ray's, or Kyle. Uh, I'm 22, I live in Texas, and I raise and sell goats for a living. I forgot that fact. You tend to forget a lot of things. Dude, I can I, I tell people this all the time. Like, you remember on that podcast you did you talked about that thing? Nope. No, I don't. Don't remember a goddamn thing. So it's whatever. But yeah, I wanted to to do a, a podcast tonight, uh, to get it up and out of the way. So that way I didn't have to fuck around and, and try for it next week. So I thought I'd ask Grace if you wanted to be on and we're gonna talk about some shit. So I, I know that you and I play a lot of Stark Off and we're not gonna t- we'll probably talk about that. But are you a fan of Pokemon like everybody else is? Uh, back in my younger days, I used to play Pokemon a lot. And I want to say the first Pokemon I ever played was Pokemon Black and White. Pokemon Black and White? When was the Black and White? Uh, 2008, 2009, I think. Pokemon Black and White, September 18th, 2010. Yeah. Wow, you are young. I keep forgetting that. Jesus that's Christ. the that's the first one I ever played. I played it on my DS, which got stolen with my Pokemon in it. So that ended that. Uh, the next time I picked up Pokemon was... Uh, what was it? I can't even remember which one it was. Uh, Dude, Pokemon Black and White was season 14 with <laughs> Ash. Like, I remember season 1, Pokemon coming out, and this was season 14. <laughs> it's like coming in halfway through South Park, and I'm like, yeah, South Park is badass. You don't know the OG, where it literally looked like cut-out pieces of car- uh, construction paper <laughs> just taken well, I mean... from stuff. <laughs> I've watched like the old Pokemon shows and stuff, but the games I haven't really played much of. So there's this theory about Nurse Joy, who's actually a Pokemon villain, and apparently Ash's Pikachu proves it. I know we read it. This was coming off a screen rant. What like in black and white was Nurse Joy there? Was she in the game? Yes. What were your initial thoughts of Nurse Joy? She seemed off as a Pokemon nurse. She, I don't know, she kind of gave off some weird, weird vibes. So I've never really liked Nurse Joy. What weird vibes did she give off? Like all of her dialogue and all that type of stuff. 
it was just it seemed weird okay like something about it didn't fit into place well i mean she's technically well i mean because nurse joy is the the nurse for all the pokemon and then who's the cop lady too cop lady well yeah the the pokemon police officer the 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 police officer pokemon um Tra- well, tra- there's trainer. Cl- no, he- yeah, Officer Jenny. Officer Jenny, do you maybe remember her? The the teal haired officer. No, she's the police officer who lives in every uh-huh. city and a recurring character in the Pokemon anime. She- I don't remember ever running into her okay. in my time plane, but and again, that was so long ago that I don't really remember much from then. Yeah, like, cause I, that 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 always struck me weird, and it's it's not like a sexist thing, but like, Officer jo- Jenny, and then you know Nurse Joy, like it was all women that were the nurses, that were the cops, that like there were hardly any 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 men that were actually out there that did anything, and I mean it almost kind of lends credence to. Had, did you hear about that theory that basically, the the Pokemon that we're in is a post like, massive, great Pokemon war with everything? No, I can't say I heard anything about that. So if you play the original Pokemon game, like, the original, like, Red off of uh, the, you know, the Game Boy, and you go way, way back in the day, like, basically, Lieutenant Surge has this conversation with you when he's, when you're at his, the electrical gym. He's like, yeah, my Raichu was there for me during during the big war, blah, 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 blah. And... It it almost kind of is like well they're barely any adults, you you as a child you know Ash you're basically like ten to thirteen or something like that just leaving on your fucking own, and there's not like just any grown adults out there and the the few adults that are there are basically women there's like an old man who cares for you but a lot of the people that are in society that are actually adults are women and. It kind of lends credence to the fact that there was a massive Pokemon war where just a fuck ton of people just died out there, and that's why you're a twelve year old running around being a Pokemon master. Hmm. I never thought about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of weird theories, you you read through the article, and I guess I'll, I'll summarize it for the article. Uh, basically, the way that Nurse Joy is vil- a Pokemon villain for everybody is uh, literally. Team Rocket tries to steal a, a prized Pokemon that's being healed up in the Poke Center, and uh, the power goes out. And so Nurse Joy is just like, "Hey, fucking Pikachu's, get on this little turbine thing, and you know, run the facility." And the 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 guy goes into it where he's he's like, "Nurse Joy uses Pikachu for living battery." Um, while it's convenient to, uh, this is a direct quote from the article here. While it's convenient to have a group of one particular Pokemon type ready at the drop of a hat to power an entire facility, it's also criminally exploitative. It's not like these Pikachu were specifically on standby to power the facility due to, say, a bad storm or something that could have been foreseen. But Nurse Joy didn't know that Team Rocket was going to knock out the power, yet these Pikachu were ready to power it up. Anyways, that means their entire lives are centered around sitting in a room waiting to be useful should the power go out, which, in essence, makes them nothing more than living batteries, end quote. I don't... How do you feel about that? (laughs) So, I've actually seen this episode, and I didn't think much of it at the time. 
but now that I'm reading over it, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of fucked to think that there's just a bunch of Pikachu's sitting doing absolutely nothing until the power goes out, which then they become useful. But do you really think that that's what they're doing? Just sitting in a fucking room doing nothing. I mean, you, you can't really, you don't really know. I give you that you don't really know, but I would have to, I, I would have to say the fact that you're capturing a Pokemon and putting it into a tiny little ball. And apparently in the tiny little ball is like a miniature, like a small home or something like that is, is what a lot of people have said. But I almost have to believe that they're just, I mean, electric type Pokemon are pretty much good for so many different things. Like, what if your Pokemon has a heart attack, right? All right, fucking go ahead and just, you know, zap them with a Pikachu. Use, uh, uh, oh, what is that? The uh, the paddles, right? You're, you know the paddle? What, what are those? The defibrillators? Uh, the, the, um, the defibrillators. Yeah, defibrillators. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, like. What's better, like, get the defibrillators or, like, Pikachu shocks ass? <laughs> I'm being fair. Yeah. I mean, I don't see it as, like, I don't see it as such a big negative, but to me it almost feels like you're you're stretching here, bud. Like, you're stretching for an article, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're either sitting there and that's all they're used for, or they're, like, mini helpers. Yeah. So, like... This is one of the things they help with, as you said, if someone, if their heart stops and they need defibrillators, I mean, Pikachu would be a good substitute. Exactly. So there, there's nothing, I, I just, I don't, I feel as though, I feel as though it's bullshit. Like, it's one of those stretchy articles out there. It's, fu- it's fine, though. One thing on this article, though, that I read is the fact that Nurse Joy is in every Pokey Center. Yeah. How does she get there so fast? Well she's how is she, how is she at every Pokey Center at the same time? While there's no no in world explanation for how one character can travel from city to city seemingly instant instantaneously, the anime has a perfect workaround uh, every Nurse Joy is related to the other. Like, Nurse Joys are related to uh, Officer Jenny's. Like, they're all from a family. Like, in the anime, they're literally like, yeah, my name is Nurse Joy. They're like, well, weren't you at Sandbar Island? And she's like, oh, that's that's my sister from Sandbar Island. Like, they... Huh. You know how, like when one family runs a town or something like that and like the kid is the, you know the dad is the mayor and then all of a sudden you know he's got a kid the kid grows up and the kid is like 21 and the dad's like i want to fucking retire and then they just elect this kid like yeah that's kind of how it goes it's just that canonically uh they're all like they're all genetically the same you know they're they're basically like twinsies for everybody yes hmm. I thought she kind of just, like, teleported everywhere. What if she was Ditto, though? You ever thought, like... Have you seen the po- Have you seen Detective Pikachu? I've seen bits of it, but... I was supposed to go to the movies to watch it with my friend, and he kept saying no. 
Was that your boyfriend or? No, nah, one of my other friends. <laughs> the one that works oil field. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, the one I the one I barely get to see. Oh, I gotcha. Um, I just know that like in in the in the show like uh well in the show in the movie I should say uh Ditto actually can take the form of somebody but the eyes are like are bad the eyes are like horrible and it it's very like it's like super obvious unless they're wearing glasses but maybe maybe canonically the um, Nurse Joy is is Ditto but that's that's you know that's whatever I just I th- I thought it was like gonna be a better article and then I I remember you read it and then I was like I should probably read it too. And before I I talk about it and just know it sucks. Like it's, it's one of those, it's one of those stretches. Yeah. Did you read the, did you read the, the other, speaking of stretches, did you read the, the article that I sent you about IHOP hitting the OnlyFans model with a, uh, with a, with a, uh, a cease and desist? I did. Dude, she had to know that was coming. She, I mean, the IHOP logo is like exact, like spot on with the actual IHOP logo. Yeah, like it, so. There's no avoiding that. No, no. There's, there's, there's really not. I, like it's, 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 it's weird because like in her little tweet, uh, Candy Lion Cause is who at Candy Lion Cause is is the gal who it is. By the way, if you're looking for uh. A, a, a perfect copy paste of Ramona from Scott Pilgrim versus the world. She's dead on the nuts with it, but she says that this is the funniest copyright strike I've ever gotten and will probably ever get. But apparently this girl, like she digs IHOP or some shit like that. I don't really understand where it comes from, but she puts on an IHOP like uh, waitress top and then just put goth with a weird vampire smile underneath it. And she's selling this shit on Etsy. And, like, this is fucking 101 of what not to do, you know? Yeah. Like, I, just, like, I don't know how she would, like, feel. Like, I, I don't get why you would do that. Why? I mean, so, I don't know how much you've looked in on this. Uh, Goth IHOP is, like, huge right now. I'm just, and what what is what is goth ihop please explain this to so me. <laughs> uh i want to say it was april fools or something someone put out a post i want to say it was on twitter saying that uh ihop just opened up a goth ihop and all the waiters are goth and they dress like this. So ever since then, I guess the goth IHOP. Where? Oh, this is a live what stream. That? What the fuck? Where are you, Jack? <laughs> yeah. So. Don't. What? What? what wow. Okay. What the fuck is going on? Like, it's just a. Oh, this is just some girls sitting in their house pretending to be IHOP. Uh, and they're in like the hot goth girl tops. Okay, that's weird. So yeah, everyone's thinking? everyone's been on it lately. So I can see why she wants to cosplay as it, but making her own clothing 
that has the actual IHOP logo on it. it probably wasn't the smartest idea. Well, I mean, you could you could make your own clothing. Like that's not really a problem. Cuz I mean, she's altering it, it could be it could be construed as fair use for um under the whole what's it called? Cuz like if I'm I'm actually I had to google this here, but apparently Goth IHOP is in the same format, kind of the same lettering, but they do an upside down uh, red instead of a dude. I don't know. I hop put it like a, a, a red kind of smiley face underneath anything, but these goth I hops are doing the upside down thing. Yeah. And like, it seems like they're just kind of making their own t-shirts and shit and that's okay. But when you basically copy the logo, use a completely because she uses the goth font, like a really heavy kind of like Gothic font for the goth. And then you just sell that shit on Etsy. Like, you don't do that. No, like the picture I just sent you through Discord, that was the picture that was with the the tweet about IHOP opening a goth IHOP. Yeah. Okay. And apparently, apparently it's real. Welcome. I'm not too sure about that. Well, Goth IHOP is real. Uh, uploaded to YouTube. It's like a fourteen. That was the video that I was listening to, and um, that you may have probably heard. It was just these chicks like making pancakes in their home with a live stream. Welcome to Goth IHOP, where the food is black as my heart. May I take your order? Okay. I huh. like, dude. I don't. I don't care. Like, I don't mind. The fact that like you're you're doing a, a gothy IHOP, yeah. Here you go. I'll, I'll send you the, I'll send you the video. Like it's literally just somebody. I found it. Their, yeah, it's like literally just somebody in their kitchen. But like I, that's fine because you can consider it as fair use as long as you're not trying to sell the product. And I think they hit they hit her with the slap as soon as she's like, "Hey, buy my aprons now." And it's fucking it's fucking ridiculous, dude. That's absolutely like why would you fucking do that? Like that makes no sense. That makes no sense. God. Did you did you actually read like did you click on the links that go with the articles on all that shit? Like of all the different streamers that are out there? Like there's a girl from Germany that basically just cooks pancakes in lingerie. There's a girl who's a woodworker that makes a bunch of like super shitty like woodworking stuff in just her underwear and stuff like that. What? Yeah. In in that article, the IHOP article, like there's just a whole string. Like at the very beginning, there's this gal. Uh, there's a model who makes million millions making pancakes in her lingerie. Uh, apparently, there's this influencer out there, uh, Lily Shams is I guess uh, her name, but like that's I guess her thing. She just she's a pancake influencer. Who knew cooking in lingerie granted such powers? And, and like, y- you look at it, and she's just basically that quintessential hot girl, like taking photos, and and being tan in Germany. But I guess her thing is like she puts on like lingerie and then fucking cooks pancakes, and like that's all that's her whole business model. Huh. Yeah. And then there's a, another fun. Oh, that just leads you. That leads me to that article. Oh, that that's right. And then it like, I guess the 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 Daily Star wrote an article about it, and their website is so full of fucking pop ups, it made it nigh impossible for me to navigate it. And then I found this other one where basically this girl is just like a woodworker, 
and she makes a but like she just live streams in basically her bra and underwear and essentially makes a bunch of shit but it's it's really funny because i i guess there's a lot of folks that give her a lot of shit about it like this one guy went on this epic little rant on on her i got to find it where the fuck i can I'll, I'll be able to find it in just a second oh god somebody so many dirty things I looked up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so there is one thing that I want to ask you about. So yeah, uh, I can't remember how recent it was. I want to say it was like a, a week ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. The the Alex Murdoch or Murdoch. Have you heard anything on that? He's, I mean, kind of, sort of. What remind me who Murdoch is? Uh. God, I can't. I uh, the only thing I remember about him because I haven't been reading too much into it, but uh, I think he was out of town, got back to find, or said he was out of town, got back to find his wife and his kid dead. Oh, Alex Murda, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. talk about tits for a second, a little longer. Is that okay? We'll, okay, we'll, that's we'll, fine. We'll reach around for that one. But yeah, uh, her name is Wood Bunny. Uh, for the girl that does the uh, does the shit, but uh, one of the here it cut. So this is apparently off of her Instagram, and I'm gonna link everything in the description. Uh, Mountain, this dude said like, "Why are your eyes worth not? Are why are your eyes worth nothing to you? This is uh, so insulting to carpenters. Uh, big hazard. The saw blade must be raised approximately two centimeters above the material, otherwise it can lead to injury. I'm a carpenter for twenty years, and they're like, not sure your clothing is OSHA approved." Hashtag Happy New Year. So yeah, like they're giving her a bunch of shit, but we will lead to that. But yes, this is the guy. Was was this the dude? So Alex Murdoch, he was the guy that woke up from a nap or something like that and found like his kid, his his like wife and daughter murdered. Or was that somebody else? Me, let me do a quick Google. I want to say he was at, or he said he was out of town, mm-hmm. and he had just got back from something. And he found his wife and his kid dead at his home. So this is coming from NPR.org. Who is he? A South... Okay. Um, do, do, do testimonies. Okay. Uh, why is America so obsessed with this story? To explain the question, we asked N- Neil Baer, a former longtime running executive producer. Um, on the allure, we're drawn to it. It's Okay. Whether it's true crime or obsession. Hmm. Oh, okay. What the... So what exactly happened with this cat? So I'm pretty sure there's still... He's still in trial, but something that I saw that was pretty funny is uh, apparently O.J. Simpson posted a video weighing in on Murdoch's... trial really yeah people were wanting him to uh to talk on the subject because people think that oj simpson is an expert okay so let me send you this link real quick oh alex murder once a prominent lawyer is on trial for murder charged with killing his wife and son uh as his financial and legal career fell into ruins um the track of Okay, yeah, the tragic circumstances swirling around the lawyer and his family in South Carolina became more perplexing uh, over time, leading to several arrests, stunning twists, and now one of the most closely watched. Tri- 
Okie dokie. Do, 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 do. Oh, this is that, that lawyer guy. I got you. Yeah. The fatal shooting of Mr. Murdo's wife, Maggie, and their son, Paul, uh, at the University of South Carolina rocked the state's low, low country region. Uh, few details released about the attack and arrest were made over uh, for more than a year. Murdoch told the authorities that he discovered their bodies near the, some dog kennels at the family's isolated home in Isla de Don, a real hamlet about 65 miles. Yeah, so I remember. I watched the documentary on this guy. So, like, apparently his wife and his kid were just, like, doing something on their property. He took he took a fucking nap, right? Like, the he, the dude just took a nap. And then when he woke up, he found his kids dead. And, like, if you watch the documentary on it, like, there's just so much, like, so much fucked up shit that happens, you know? <laughs> uh, is this is this a video? Oh, cooloutkick.com. I love this. But uh, OJ Simpson posted a 3 minute and 13 second video talking about it. Is it is it good? Is it worth a listen? I mean, I haven't I haven't watched all of it, but uh I'd say it's worth a listen. Oh, okay, okay. Hey Twitter world is me yours truly. Well, a whole lot of people are asking me what I think about this uh Alex Murdoch trial. I don't know why they think I'm an expert on it, but uh, I got to admit, when he took the stand, a guy... Because you, you, you killed that woman and that guy, and then you said you were going to write a book about it to say you got away with it, too, by the way. Oh, <laughs> uh, I do. I, for, for those of you who don't know, O.J. Simpson is wearing teal glasses with, like, speckled rims, which is kind of funny, too. It's very, very old man of him. Dude, How old is O.J. Simpson now? You can Google that shit. I think he's like 60-something now or something. I don't know. But, like, I have to ask you, do you think O.J. did it? Honestly? Yeah. I don't really know. With everything that's presented, you don't think he didn't do it? No. I would say he did it. Yeah, like dude was but, like, "Well, I'm going to write a book called If I Did It." And you're like, but, "Like seriously? Like if I didn't uh-huh. co- if I didn't commit a murder, the last thing that I would do is want to fucking talk about it constantly." He's he's like a serial killer who isn't technically he's like a serial killer who started wanted the public notoriety and wanted wanted all the fucking he wanted like all the you know like how serial killer like the with the weepy voice killer cuz I just watched a documentary on him last night. The guy constantly wants to be validated. That's why he called the cops. He wanted to be known for his killings. And then OJ yeah. here is like, like he's always bringing it up to, to like, you guys know I didn't do it, right? And you're like, motherfucker, you did it. See, since we're on the topic of, would you call, would you call him a serial killer? No, well, technically he, not. It, it, it's a, he would be considered a spree killer, but like, I think the fact that his first murders were ones that almost got him caught, he doesn't want to try again. You know, it's it's kind of like one of those, um, like the first time you had sex, you had a kid, right? Like it would really push you off on that. Where you're like, wow, I put my dick in this girl once and now I'm a dad. Like, would you really want to try to have sex again? Or wouldn't you be like super, super weird and careful about it the next time you did it? Because you didn't want to have sex twice and have two kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
So, like, you have serial killer urges. You're like, I just want to kill people. And the first time you do it, like, you pretty much are caught. <laughs> like, that's kind of a huge drop. Like, that would end my career immediately. And then they're like, they're like, Jared, you, we can't charge you. You're not guilty. We're going to let you get away with it. I'm like, whoo, dodged a bird there. See, the thing that kind of spooks me out with uh, people who never got caught. I know he's probably dead and gone by now, but me living in Texas the Texas Chainsaw Massacre has always been like a kind of an odd thing because he was never caught on top of that something you might not know uh, the original house the basement is still unsearched to this day you know the plot is largely fictional right like, what, what, what was it based off of? Ed, I want to say it was Ed Gein is his name. Yeah, Ed Gein was from Wisconsin, bro. Ed Gein. Was it Ed Gein? Yeah, Ed Gein, the, the true story. Ed Gein was from Wisconsin. Like, he literally, I think he's like 30 minutes away from me. Yeah, Ed Ed Gain was the the basis of it cuz what he would do is he would kill people and then he like he turned people's skin into like lamps and shit like that. And the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was basically based off of Ed Gain cuz what ended up happening was when Gain was uh they they searched the shit out of his house. They actually did a lot of uh in in-depth stuff and they kept his house up and they kept it kind of active. And then somebody burned, I'm pretty sure somebody burned down his house. But yeah, Ed Gein is huh. the, yeah, he, he was the one that kind of expired, inspired Leatherface. And yeah, sorry to, sorry to burst your bubble there, bud. Damn, well now I'm, now I'm sad. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of. Well then again, he's, he still wasn't caught. Ed Gein? Yeah. No, motherfucker fried. They caught Ed Gein. Did they? Oh, hell yeah, dude. He's... I remember reading something that he wasn't caught. No. Ed Gein. The, the dude... Yeah, like, he he was arrested. He's from Plainfield, Wisconsin. Uh, he, he gathered widespread notoriety in 1957 when the authorities discovered that he had exhumed corpses from local graveyards and fashioned trophies and keepsakes for the, from their bones. He also confessed to killing two women, uh, tavern owner Mary Hagen... In 1954, and the hardware store owner Bernice Warden in 1957. He, he was found unfit to stand trial and confined to a mental health facility. Uh, by 1968, he was judged competent enough to stand trial, and he was found guilty. Um, and then he died from lung cancer in 1984 at 77. Huh. Bro. You're like, you, just a little bit of research, man, and you can find this stuff. <laughs> See, I did my research, but I guess I looked at the wrong stuff. What the fuck were you reading? I don't even know. Okay, what well, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre real. And the very first article the film was marketed as being based on true events to attract a wider audience and to act as a subtle commentary in the area's political climate. 
Although the character of Leatherface and minor story details were inspired by the crimes crimes of murder Ed Gein, its plot is largely fictional. And then like the next article that's like right below it is fucking Ed Gein, the true story. Huh. I love you, buddy, but like are you are you anything anything else you want me to dispel out there for you? No, no, I think I'm good. <laughs> I, I love the fact that you pick the one the one notable person that lives like half an hour 45 minutes from me. Damn. I love that. I'm sorry I had to do that on a podcast. <laughs> but back to the the murder. What what oh I fucking OJ. I forget, I didn't no, stop that. We were going to listen to some OJ here. But uh, all right, OJ. What else you gotta say? Hey, Twitter world is me, yours truly. Well, a whole lot of people are asking me what I think about this uh, Alex Murdoch trial. I don't know why they think I'm an expert on it, but uh, I gotta admit, when he took the stand, a guy who's an habitual liar, I did watch um, um, when the trial first started. Uh, I watched him take the stand, and I uh, thought it was probably a mistake because the guy. It's an admitted liar, and it's hard for me to think he can be on the stand five, six, seven, eight days uh, without lying. The question is, what did he lie about? Uh, but lying and stealing money is a little different than murder. Uh, I realized in watching them testify what he was doing. He was just trying to relate to one or two of those jurors that he was a good old boy. He was one of them. Uh, and I'm not sure he didn't succeed in doing that. Uh, I am not qualified to, to really say if the guy did it or he didn't do it. Uh, you know, if a Jew- Oh, he said that so he wouldn't get in trouble. That, that, that was the, that was the, that was the lawyer advice. The don't, I'm not saying, but here we are another two minutes in to go through with it. So he, he, like, like, how do you, how do you not like, Come on, bro. You just you literally said he's guilty without saying he's guilty, and then you're gonna go on for another fucking two minutes. I I think I know what OJ is gonna say here. Like, what do you, how do you feel about the the Murdoch trial? Then, honestly, I think I'm I'm almost positive he did it. Yeah. Like seeing how he acted. Uh, cause I've listened to the police call, like the, the one that was sent out whenever he supposedly found the bodies mm-hmm. and he said a couple of things that just didn't sound right. And he didn't sound like super upset. Well, do you want to, should we play it? Cause apparently this is the call that they have the 911 phone call here. So the, is it actually the right one? Con Account Communication. I have an Alex Murdoch on the line, caller from 4147 Moselle Road. He's advising that his wife and child was shot. Okay, and sir, give me the address again. It's 4147 Moselle Road. I've been up to it now. It's bad. Okay. Okay, and are they breathing? No, ma'am. 
Okay, and you said it's your wife and your son? My wife and my son. Are they in a vehicle? No, ma'am, they're on the ground out at my kennel. I mean, to be honest with you, that just sounds like a man who's a, a, a little in distress out there, but sounds slightly panicked like he's trying to keep it together. I don't know. If I if I found my wife, if that ever does happen, probably not, <laughs> uh, and son lying there dead, I'd feel like I'd be freaking out a lot more. Like, I don't, I don't think there's anything that could keep me calm under that, you know? Hmm. You'd kind of be surprised, to be honest with you, what you can keep calm under. Um, I remember the first time I got mortared when I thought I was going to die. That was great. And then I remember the fifth time that I got mortared, and it was kind of like a fucking Tuesday. I was like, dude, can you guys not? This is my day off. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, like, I... I'm right there with you. It, I think it's weird that like we're like, oh, he didn't sound panicked enough. He didn't sound stressed enough. I'd listen to the rest of that, but God, that is piercingly loud, dude. Yeah, that's the one thing I don't really like about 911 calls, but they give the most information. But, well, like, how do you... Dude, so I work... I, I know I've told everybody that I work for a call center. I sell stuff. But, like... How can my recordings be crystal clear and not sound like fucking absolute trash when they use, arguably, they have better equipment than we do? You know? I have no idea. Like, I literally can record better better quality on my... I, the equipment I'm probably using on my computer right now is probably better quality than anything that they have. Like... All you need is a computer with a couple of fucking hard drives, and I guarantee you, you'll be fucking fine. Like, I don't know how that they, I just, I don't get it. Like, there's no reason for that audio to be that bad. I think he did it, though. Because, like, I watched the uh, thing on the history, uh, not on the history channel, on the YouTube, on the YouTubes where they're like, yeah, this, it was pretty fucking obvious, like, how bad it was. And they're like, dude, there's, what, like, Seriously, like you, you woke up from a nap and then you found him dead out out at your kennels. Okay. Okay, bud. God, that guy's that guy's so weird. What? Oh yeah, in the audio call he just placed after 10 p.m., a seemingly distraught Mister, yeah, seemingly distraught Mister Murda said that he arrived home and found the bodies on the ground out at my kennel. Uh, I've been up to it now. It's bad, he told the dispatcher. He said that neither his wife nor his son was breathing, and he implored the emergency responders to hurry. Quote, are they close, ma'am? Okay. Yeah, that seems weird. Is there some Like, because I know he was found guilty, is, is what one of the articles was saying. He was found guilty, and then, like... Yeah, convicted Thursday of the fatally shooting his wife and son. So is there something else that came out or something like that? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, unless there's something new. A jury finds the finds disbarred lawyer Alex Murdoch guilty in the deaths of his wife and son ten hours ago by the uh, NPR.org. Cool. Yeah, Fox News, CBS News, People. dot com, NBC, and NPR all. Oh, okay. Well, he. Gets... I did not know about that. 
He gets sentenced tomorrow. Yep. Cool. Well, OJ, you're guilty. You know exactly what you're doing, and you can fuck right off. Oh, well. <laughs> well, apparently, speaking of things that can fuck right off, uh, people are up in arms about Peter Pan and Wendy, Disney's live-action uh, remake of Peter Pan. You and I both watched the trailer, and yeah. I want to get your initial reaction. It looks cool. Don't get me wrong. But the way they did Peter Pan, it just it's not going to be the same as what we're used to, you know? Okay. What do you mean by that? Like the old school, like Disney Peter Pan, orange hair, the green little hat. Like, that's what I'm used to. Okay. So... There was a there was a there was a some there was a commenter who was pissed off that the Lost Boys aren't just boys anymore, and in the trailer they actually pointed out where Wendy gets up and they're like, oh, we're the Lost Boys, and she's like, but you aren't all boys, and two two wonderfully wonderfully young girls go so in like tandem, and it was fucking hilarious in the trailer, but like, was that your really only complaint? You're like Peter Pan doesn't have orange hair, and he's not in the typical orange getup. I mean, other than that, it looks it looks like it's going to be pretty good. How do you feel about Hook? I got to look at it again. See what a Hook looks like. Hook looks like... Because I, now, I grew up on Hook way back in the day with Robin Williams in it, right? Where he was Peter Pan. I yeah. grew up in that time era. I that that was my Peter Pan, and then I remember I I realized that there was like the animated version, which was kind of cool as shit too. But like, the 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 title is Peter Pan and Wendy, and it feels like it's more kind of a, a romantic story between Pan and Wendy, which is you know not all that bad. But like, a lot of the the people are giving it shit because they're like they're fucking woke and blah 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 blah. And it's like, well, dude, if you redid every, like, old-school Disney movie, like, you would just be white people across the board, right? Like, that, yeah. like, there's nothing wrong with Tinkerbell being black. There's nothing wrong with uh, Peter Pan. It, I'm pretty sure Peter Pan's Indian. The kid's Indian. And there's nothing fucking... And then, you know, obviously, it, I think it takes place in London, so obviously Wendy's going to be, you know, a British girl. But, like, Hook looks scary as fuck. I like the fact that there's a, a wide variety of characters and it feels like they did correct by everything. They chose good actors and actresses. Yeah. That's my biggest complaint is if you, if you go specifically for X because you feel like you have to include it, but you got to find an X factor for the actor actress to make it good. And I feel like they did that. I like everything I see in it. Yeah. As I said, it looks amazing. Yeah. The only thing that's off for me, like I said, was the Peter Pan not being the Peter Pan I remember. What if he just wore the hat? Well, he is wearing the hat. He does. He he does wear the little the little hatty the little pointy hat. Yeah. Oh, I I must have missed that. I was too engrossed by I guess the details of everything else. I don't know. I feel other like other than that, I'd watch it. I'm gonna watch it absolutely as soon as it comes to home, as soon as it goes live stream. 
I'll watch the shit out of that. I think it's dope. I like it. I think it's cool. I think it, like I'm I'm kind of excited. Oh, there's oh, he does look scary. See? That entrance though, right? Like Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a Captain Hook. That I I I would I would love. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 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 excited for it. And I don't, how do you feel about like a lot of the the um? Have you ever heard of the movie Dumpling? Not that I can say no. So there's there's this Netflix movie called Dumpling with Jennifer Aniston in it. We uh we watched it. I, well, I okay. We didn't. I didn't watch it. But at uh, at work, we do this thing where every week we rate a movie for one of our, our meetings just to kind of like, you know, come together and do one of those like team building exercises, which is which is kind of cool because at work it is it is more of a team building exercise. But like I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to it, man. It, it looked like it looked like somebody said, what social justice movement can we straight up just turn into a movie and make it all about that? And I was like this is literally a movie written all about an agenda and I, I couldn't get behind it. I, I, I couldn't get behind it. Is there, is there a movie that's out there that that's like that for you where the whole premise is just something you couldn't do? What do you mean by couldn't do? Couldn't watch. I apologize. Um, Honestly, I want to say that one goes to, uh, what was the name of it? It's, it's one of the Resident Evil movies. Was it the new Netflix ones? Uh, like the half animated series that apparently sucks horribly. Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. Shout out to- I don't know if- I don't know if you've watched it. Welcome to Braxton. Let me see. Welcome so. To... The is... person that they had for Claire was fine. Okay. I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. I've been playing Resident Evil since I first started playing games, which was when I was seven or eight. I want to say. Okay. So Claire was fine. They picked a decent actor to play her. The main concerns for me was first Leon. Now, I don't know if you've played any Resident Evil with Leon Kennedy in him. Uh, Resident Evil 3 is what I started off with. That's where you got to rescue the president's daughter, right? That's four. Oh, yeah, I started off with four on the GameCube. Okay, so then you you know what Leon looks like. He has that blonde hair. Yeah, and welcome to Raccoon City. Or well, okay, Leon original Leon is blonde hair, blue eyes, and he's basically white as a ghost. Yeah, the dude that they picked for Leon has brown hair, brown eyes. And I want to say he is... Does he have the pencil-thin mustache? Is that him? 
Because I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at the poster right meow. Avon jo- Jogia. Well, let's just fuck it. IMDb. IMDb. Where are you at, sir? Cast. Chris Redfield is in it. The person they picked for Chris was fine. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, not blonde hair, blue eye. Yeah, yeah, that is the guy with the the long wavy hair and the pencil thin stuff. Yeah, yeah, that. No. That's who plays Leon. No, sir. Yep. How dare you? Another another person, which I didn't enjoy, was the person who played Jill Valentine, Hannah John Kamen. And, and I don't know how to say that. Hannah John Kamen, yeah, Jill Valentine. She played a shitty Jill Valentine. Really? But every everyone else, except for maybe the person who played Ada Wong, did a great job. The she, movie was just shit. She was Ghost in Ant-Man and the Wasp. And she was in Ready Player One, really? I guess so. Wow. That's so sad. That like like oh she was she was a voice for the Dark Crystal Age of Re- Resistance. I kinda wanna see that movie, but I'm afraid that I'm gonna it's gonna be too weird for me. That's that's sad. I didn't realize this guy played William Birkin. What? Who's William Birkin? Uh, Neil McDonough. Neil McDonoughu. McDonough. Yeah, McDonough. However yeah. you say his name. Dude, that guy is so good. He's he's like in a fuck ton of movies. Yeah, he he was great. Uh, well, yeah, he's fucking amazing. Who did he play? I'm almost a hundred percent certain he was in Band of Brothers. I'm almost a hundred percent certain he, uh, he was uh, Band of it's Brothers. Been in a lot of movies. Yeah. Uh, go to the cast. Yeah, he played Compton. Neil McDonough was Compton in Band of Brothers. Lynn Compton. Really? He's only 57? He looks so much older. He looks young as shit. He looks good for 57. But yeah, I don't know he... what picture you're looking at, but... Yeah, he was Lieutenant Compton. Well, maybe it's an a older pick, but yeah. But okay. that's the movie I watched, I want to say, exactly 40 minutes of that movie, and then just couldn't do it anymore. How long is the movie, though? Um, cause that, that, that tells me how bad it was. Let's see. User, it's four out of 10 is what one user, what, what, what is it? What does IMDB have it at? Oh, an hour and 47 minutes. So you had an hour left. Yeah. Uh, you got a 5.2 out of 10. 53. <clears throat> it's pretty bad. Yeah. 56, uh, 56,000 people reviewed it. It looks almost kind of like it's a mashup of a, maybe a couple of them. See, now, if we really want to talk about Resident Evil, though, Resident Evil 4 Remake comes out in a couple of weeks. 
I'm fucking so excited, dude. There's some things that I want to stay the same, and if they change, I know that a lot of people are going to either refund the game or if they watch the... They're, they're going to lose a lot of money if they don't keep this. Okay. The one thing from Resident Evil 4 that got a lot of people into the game and the main thing that people remember is the merchant. Yeah, what about him? If he is not in the game, you know, and doesn't have he is oh, 100%. Yeah, it's been confirmed. Oh, yeah, like literally, that was that was part of it. Like, I think they actually, sh yeah, the Resident Evil 4 remake. Um, the merchant, I didn't, I didn't watch any of the stuff, I don't watch trailers on video games. It, it looks almost exactly the same. I hope it is. Yeah, it looks exactly the same as I remember it. And yep, there's the purple flame. There's the merchant. And yep, that is it. It. Oh my god, it looks like almost exactly the same. See, because I've, I was playing Resident Evil Four on 360 was the first time that I actually got introduced to the game, and. Currently, I have about 37 completions on normal mode and about 13 or 14 on hard. Really? And I'm currently working my way up on completions on the VR version of the game, which is a lot of fun. Because unlike, unlike in the normal game just on console and the VR version, you can have your knife and your pistol up at the same time and use them. Well, I, I assume that they're going to do that. There's going to be like a quick melee action. But yeah, no, I I, I watched a little bit of the YouTube because I saw this like a few days ago where they were talking about it, where it's like, yeah, it's going to be a remake. And I'm really fucking excited because this is one of the because I talk about it all the time, like some of the early games that like I start playing that I started playing Resident Evil yeah. 4 was like my introduction to like what shoot 'em ups could be. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. I want to try to look up Ashley's skirt. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see if that's in there. She calls you a pervert. I I don't remember how hard the game is, but I remember some points getting really pissed off, and this was, like, I think one of the very first games that actually challenged the shit out of me. For me, I've never really had trouble with games. Uh, that being the first game I ever played, I actually remember my completion time for my first run. It was exactly 10 hours, 32 minutes, and 26 seconds. The fuck? Like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. That's slow. Really? My fastest completion is on hard mode for, I want to say, 2 hours, 10 minutes. Okay. That's so fast i mean there's people who've done it faster like why, let's see why do you World. why do you want to beat a game so fast like what's gotta like, get that world record yeah but what's what's the point because like when i do when i do my can you beat series in, in fallout 4 where like i just try to beat fallout 4 in different ways right now i'm actually trying to beat it as a mad scientist what's what's the whole point for you to beat that game 
in in like two hours. Like I still like taking my time, making actual decisions, seeing how things play out. Like I don't what 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 why why so the fastest speed run for Resident Evil Four <clears throat> is an hour and twenty one minutes fifty three seconds and four hundred and thirty milliseconds. That's so dumb. Gotta Just think, it. I'm I'm close to that. You got to track it down to the milliseconds. Like, what are you doing? Like, glitching halfway through everything? No, it's just... There's certain ways to do certain things that makes it easier. So, say... After you do the part where you're supposed to hold up in the house with... uh, uh what, what was his name? The, the Mexican dude, yeah. Yeah. So, there's two paths you can take. You can either take... One path where you have to fight two of the big motherfuckers, or you can take the other path where you only fight one. And you take the path that that leads to one. No, actually, I take the path that leads to two, for the main reason they have less health, and there's also a boulder that you can drop on one of them. Okay, that makes sense. But I just I don't I don't see what the fun in beating a game in one hour and twenty minutes is. Like if I can beat a game in an hour and twenty minutes, like it's it's almost not even worth having the game for me. Well, oh, you can do. There's like speed runs and then there's like normal runs. <laughs> also, uh, speaking of games, I may need your help with uh, with getting a code for a game because. I apparently am having trouble buying uh, one of the codes for a game that I want to get. I have to talk to you about that offline. But that that I like. I just. I mean, is there like a it? What it? What what makes it so fun to beat a game in like an hour and twenty minutes? Well, first off, you get your your name online as a the person who beat this game faster than anyone, if you can get there. Which is honestly pretty nice. Like that dude speed run that I read out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> his name is on the website and everything. Yeah, but why? Why? Like what? What? Like I? I don't know. I, I just Satis- I, satisfaction, I guess. I I guess like it'd be cool and all, but I don't I don't know. Like I I don't know if I'd want to be well known enough like that, where in like a a few circles it's like oh my god, Jared's amazing. And it's like well shut the fuck like just. <laughs> Call me your tits. I'm not that big of a deal. I'm not that big of a deal. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It'd be it'd be nice to have at least one game <clears throat> where I can say, "Hey, I beat this in a quicker time than anyone." You know. I I, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I. Well. Hmm. Well, I fucking what the fuck? I did. Did I save it? No, I, I don't think I did. Son of. Oh, uh, the last topic I wanted to actually touch on now that I, I brought it up here, uh, kind of speaking of being well-known, did you hear about that story with Volkswagen at all? No. So this lady had her car stolen. It was a Volkswagen. And what ended up happening was after her car was jacked, uh, she the the cops basically found out that you know it was one of the vehicles that had this this kind of tracking method in it and so they just called the the hotline 
right? To track your vehicle or some shit like that, right? Yeah. And the the representative was like, well, man, you got to pay $150 to, to enable this feature on the car. There And there was a kid inside the car, right? And so Volkswagen got slammed and ran fucking through with the details because the customer service representative was like, hey, man, you, you've got to pay like $150 to activate to activate this right and so they found like somebody who would be willing to put 150 dollars on their card uh before they could locate the you know locate the vehicle and shit like that but what's really funny is that when i worked in student loans i had kind of a method for how i dealt with like cops right like huh. give me your badge give me your badge number give me your phone number what department do you work for where, where do you work you know what department are you in are you in, uh what you know what are you homicide are you you know a detective like what do you do and it was always it was always great because what I'd do is I'd 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 pull up their department, I'd Google them, I'd call the main office and be like, hey, is you know officer so and so and and can you can you you know connect me directly to them? And that's how I would verify that they were a cop or whatever. But like, apparently Volkswagen has a procedure in place for shit like this, where if the cops would have just followed the the procedure, they would have called like the cop find my fucking Volkswagen hotline. Where they'd be like, all right, what department are you with? All right, cool. So, yeah, your vehicle's here. Have a good one. Go solve the case. Huh. Yeah, how fucking stupid is that? Sounds pretty stupid. Like, how do you how do you not have a procedure in place to just, like, not fucking do what you're supposed to do? Like... It's so, hold on. If I, if I caught you correctly... Yeah. You said there was a... A kid in the car? Yeah, there was a, there's a, a like a I think it was only like a two year old or something like that. And they still wanted the hundred and what fifty. Mm-hmm. But see, here's the problem. What? Well, because you just called the normal hotline, right? Yeah. You didn't call the police specific hotline. That was the problem. Is that'd be like. They'd be like you calling Verizon. You're like, hey, man, my phone is stolen. They're like, you need to go talk to fraud. But they're like, no, you deal with it. It's like, well, no, we we have a department that deals with lost, lost and stolen and fraudulent phones and shit like that. And they're like, no, we want to talk to you and deal with it. I'm like, all right, well, I got to go through all my procedures here. And the typical procedures, I got to charge you $150 for us to turn on your location thing, right? Whereas if you go talk to the correct department about it, they just do it for free and they find it for you. No. Yeah. Like it was, it was so funny that there was such a huge hubbubaloo, and <clears throat> and it was, I was just like, are you fucking like serious? Like, are you legitimately serious that this is a this is a problem? You call the one eight hundred number, not the specialized. Hey, this is for the cops phone number. You just call the one eight hundred number, and you're like, hey, can you find my car? I'm Officer Jenkins with the with the South Carolina Police Department. Okay, Officer Jenkins, I'm gonna charge you one hundred fifty dollars to turn on the device. <laughs> Like, if you're going to commit a crime, you're going to pay for it. Or or you can call your, your special, you know, 888 phone number for, for the emergency department where you're like, hey, it's Officer Jenkins. Oh, good, Officer Jenkins. Let's go ahead and find your vehicle. I don't, I don't know why they didn't follow procedure. That is very odd. Yeah. Ray's. Kyle yeah. spelled incorrectly. How do you feel about helping random redditors? Specify what you mean by helping. Well, 
Um, we give it, we give advice. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. We give advice. We we find we find people on the internet that need assistance, and then we do this. Advice. Does that sound like a good time for you? Sure. Okay. All right. So I, I went on Reddit, like I always do, and this one is from Ask Men. What is something you won't admit to your guy friends? Something I won't admit to my guy friends. Who you're talking to right now, yeah. I don't really know. Kind of an open book. Well, I mean, I found out you had a pretty cute boyfriend who sounds like a girl. Right? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Listen. <laughs> he's, he's the one that does all the driving. Don't you have a truck, though? Yeah, but I don't like... So, for a trip that I'm going to be gone for three days, uh, I don't really do much driving in the big cities. Mm. He does a lot, so he knows where to go and how to get around all that shit. Where are you going? Uh, so I think we're going to start off in Houston, Texas. Okay. Uh, spend the night there. That more or the next morning head to Austin and then spend the night there. And then next day we're going to San Antonio. So nothing too crazy out of town. What the, what the fuck are you guys taking this trip for though? So for my birthday on December the 7th, we did the same trip, but we didn't have anything planned out. It was kind of late minute okay, or last minute, literally. So Friday, I went out with friends. We did. We drank, did birthday shit, you know? Yeah. And the next day I called my friend up at 3.50. No warning or anything. I'm like, hey, do you want to go to San Antonio? And we just went. No and plan. So you're redoing the trip to make it better. Exactly. Okay. I got you. I probably wouldn't admit one of my kicks that I have. That's that's probably something I wouldn't admit. I mean, I'm like you, dude. I'm an open book, but there's a probably same actually now that i think about it yeah like there's a sad like it's not it's not like super demasculating or super something super crazy but it's just like it's just odd well, it's not odd but it's just like hey man like i enjoy this and i don't like i don't know if if somebody would maybe think less or more of me you know because it's, it but yeah that would what do i feel like you're into tall muscular women i think everyone's into tall muscular women but like all right, fine, fuck it. Uh, I love when the woman is just dominant. Like, fucking tie me up. Fucking cuff me to the bed. <laughs> you know? Fucking blindfold me. F- yeah, like, that is that is a kink that I have. There we go. Something I wouldn't admit to most of my guy friends is that. Like, dude, a bodybuilder? Oh, so hot. All day, every day. But if she's like, picks me up, puts me on the bed, and handcuffs me to it, it's like, you're going to stay right there. I'm going to do what the fuck I want. I'm... I'm going to go, yes, ma'am, and then just kind of, like, hope I don't die. Huh? See? Maybe we're not so different, you and I, after all. <laughs> I don't know about that one. 
Yeah. What do you mean you don't know about that one? It's not that bad. Wouldn't I wouldn't exactly wanna. Eh. Like hoping you don't you're die. Making, is... You're making me question things that I shouldn't have to question. Question what? Dominant women. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When when you when you find yourself a lady who is truly on point, uh, you you will find yourself questioning so many different things, good sir. <laughs> you you will find yourself questioning so many different things here. Um, how the fuck do I not have the article saved? Because it was an "Am I the asshole?" Am I the Am I the asshole? Yeah. Oh, here we go. This is the... Am I supposed to answer that question? No. Well, I mean, oh, I already, okay. already kind of know what the answer is, but... Um, where... Okay. The, 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 yeah, we got to pause it again, because I got to fucking find it. All right. So I found it here. Am I the asshole for wearing a wedding dress at a wedding? So my friend, who is a 20-year-old 20, 20 female, and I, a 19-year-old male, have been friends... For a few years, and recently they got she got engaged. A week ago, I got a DM from her for a small costume party she was hosting as a celebration for her getting engaged. I asked if there was a theme, and she said there wasn't. Now, I cosplay a lot, and so I have a di- lot of different choices. I don't want to rock up in an anime cosplay, so I thought it would be funny to go to an engagement party as a corpse bride. I arrived at her house yesterday, and everything seemed normal. A few key people complimented my costume, and I was having a lot of fun. Ten minute, after about ten minutes, my friend's fiancé walked out in a black tuxedo and announced that this was their actual wedding. Apparently, my friend saw a video of someone doing this and wanted to do the same. Uh, he asked us all to go into the backyard to where the ceremony was about to begin. I went straight up to him. I asked him if I should quickly go home and change my outfit and that I would, uh, I, I would get back before it started. He told me that it was fine since I didn't actually know that this was a wedding. I trusted him and followed them outside. They got married. Everything seemed good. The reception was great. It was at their house, so we didn't have to do any too much. Um, And I tried talking to my friend and celebrating with her, but she kept making excuses and did not talk to me. I assumed it was just because she was tired from the big day. I wanted some alone time. I didn't bother her right afterward. Uh, The party ended. I got home half an hour later. She basically told me I was an asshole. I told her uh, that I didn't know that this was a party. I didn't know that, you know, this was a, a, a wedding and you're... Now, husband said that it was actually okay, that I didn't need to change, and then her and the husband got into a fight, and now basically nobody is talking to him anymore. So, is uh, is the corpse bride, uh, Dan Wants Death, is, is he an asshole? I would say no, because they didn't give him any information about what it was, or they gave him the wrong information, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. The husband said it was okay. Yeah, like that. And they offered they offered to go back and change. the The one thing that I'm I'm thinking of here is like, bro. If my best friend cosplays a lot, and I, like, hey, I'm engaged. Come hang out at my party. Like, he's probably gonna do something really fucking cool. Probably shouldn't at the last minute spring something on him. Like, hey, man, this is the, our fucking wedding. Yeah, like, everything this dude here did, it totally not in the wrong. Yeah. 
He did everything he was supposed to do. I think it's hilarious <clears throat> that the now husband was like, no, nah, man, you're good to go. Just roll with it. And I'm like, 100%. I would have 100% thrown him on, thrown the husband underneath, underneath the bus immediately. Absolutely immediately. Dude, your husband told me I was fine. I fucking, yeah. The only thing that I can think of for him being the asshole is that he should have taken the initiative to just be like, hey, man, I'm going to fucking go right now because I'm in a wedding dress at a wedding. I should probably change the fuck out of this. And he should have just, he should have done it. But because everything was sprung on him so randomly, I think that they, it's karma kicking him in the teeth. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's fucking hilarious, though. Uh, Pogu Cage is this person's name. I uh, had to break up with my girlfriend because we could never hang out. Uh, this is somebody asking for some relationship advice. I was dating a girl for around two months and I had to break up with her because we only hung out two times in the span of two months. I really did love her and I wish things could work, but her stepdad was just ruining everything by not letting her come over or hang out with me ever. I want to get back with her so bad, but I know the same thing's going to happen. I have prom in May and I wanted to take her. I know I have to do no contact for a while, but I was thinking of reaching out in like a month trying to see how things are with her stepdad and if he changed. Any advice to my situation or what I should do? Two, two times in two months. Yep, they hang out two times in two months and he is madly in love with her. I really did love so her. Was she, was she unable to hang out? Sat why it was only two times. Yeah, because apparently the guy's stepdad, the the dot the, so his girlfriend's stepdad wouldn't let him come see her. I'm fucking old. How old are you, kid? Huh. Wait, wait. I've been ha- I, so so he posted this eight days ago, gave a horrible Valentine's gift, and now I'm receiving hell for it. So I've been dating this girl for around two months, and I wasn't really familiar with the Valentine's Day scene, so I didn't bring her anything for Valentine's Day to school because I was going to wait for the weekend. So I just drew some stick figures of us flying kites because she said she wanted to do it with me and gave her some lifesaver gummies. Almost immediately, I was receiving crazy backlash from teachers saying I was a horrible boyfriend and she deserved... Dude, this kid is like 15. Yikes. Dude is 15. Bro. Hey, all I'm going to say is lifesaver gummies go hard. Lifesaver gummies do go hard. Have you ever had like the 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 real like they they were full of fruit. They're full of fucking flavor and they last for fucking ever cuz they're gummies. Mhm. What the fuck is like and dude, I'm sorry to say this but like dude, you're 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 like 15. You're you're only gonna be able to hang out on the weekends, and her stepdad. It, it like it's funny because this one dude is like, if her stepdad is abusive or something like that, you like carefully observe the situation, bro. They're fifteen. This the the kid that we're talking to. He's probably just a, a goober. He's probably a goober, and and the stepdad is like, no, like you you kids are getting way too involved with each other way too soon. Like you need to not do that. What is wrong, dude? What is teenagers? I swear, to, I swear. What are you doing on relationship advice? You're fucking twelve. I don't know, man. Relationships. 
or weird. Didn't you? Didn't you just break up with your girl too? Yep. Yeah, but yours was different. Yours was clingy and weird. Mine was just weird. No, clingy. Yeah. <laughs> weird. Yeah. Psychotic. Oh fuck yeah. I literally I couldn't do anything. What are you talking about? You played like Tarkov with me all the time. I was sleeping during that time. If you gotta lie to her, just fuck wow. Just wow, my man. You should have broken That's... up with her sooner. I did like a couple days later. <laughs> and she wouldn't leave me the fuck alone. I'm sitting there trying to play Tarkov or trying to work on some shit and it's just constant calls. I'm like, baby, I'm doing something, you know. Give me like a couple of minutes and I'll call you back. And she just keeps calling and calling and calling. I'm like, man, don't I'm going to be sleeping from now on. Don't you have an iPhone? Yep. Can't you just block her or silence her? I don't know how to do that. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's like an option. You could just be like, no, I don't want to hear from this. Like, because I do that with my text messages. I'm part of a group chat with uh, with a couple of the guys that we do podcasts with, and uh, yeah, if it if it wasn't for that 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 silence conversation, my phone would pretty much go off like a lot when I really don't want it to. So, yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So twinsies, virtual high five. Oh God, went down the wrong pipe. <coughs> all right, final question: How do I ask for a raise after finding out that I earn less than all the new hires? That's it. That's the question. That's it. Yeah, there's there's a paragraph of information here, but um, I are they working? Uh, I've been working the same place for the last 16 years. I'm happy there. I'm good at what I do. I love everyone I work with. I recently discovered that a new hire who I'm currently training is making $3 more than me an hour uh, based on based on a 40-hour work week. That uh, equals over 6 k a year. I'm not supposed to know this information, but through a glitch in the system that my bosses don't know about, I'm able to look this stuff up. I'm, I'm obviously very upset. I'm a people-pleasing introvert who hates confrontation and have never asked for a raise. So my question is, how do I go about asking for a raise? How do I do it in a way that doesn't reveal that I know this information? And should I ask for more than what uh, the now starting wage is? Or just the same amount? So he's been working there for 16 years. Yep. And the dude that they just hired. Yep. Is getting paid $3 more. Oh, yeah. So then is he does dude that they just hired have a certain skill that makes him get paid more? Because from what I'm getting from that, it's only that new hire that's getting paid more. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you want to raise, I would say go up to your boss, be like, hey, you know, I've been working here for 16 years. If he's been doing this job well, put that into account and then say, could I possibly get a raise? Now, the chances of whatever job he's working, because it didn't specify, 
if that's if that specific new hire has a certain skill that is really good for whatever they're doing, I could see him be getting paid the three dollars extra. Yeah. Well, it was kind of interesting because when I did travel insurance, I had seven years worth of call center experience like on my back, right? Like I had plenty of call center experience. And so when I got hired on, I got like, I was like a $2, I made $2 more an hour than one of the girls that had been there for like three years. Mm -hmm. But that's because I had, I had six years on her, you know, I had, well, five years on her, you know, but I don't know how much, like, yeah, that that's a damn good question. Like, I recently discovered that a new hire who I'm currently training is making $3 more an hour than me. Um, I mean, in all honesty, that's one thing that I, that's, that's one thing that I would question is like, if you've got 16 years worth of experience, like how the fuck is this person going to be making more than $3 an hour than you? Like what, what, what is, what is wrong here? And I wouldn't say, could I please get a raise? I'd basically just be like, I know how much you guys hired that new hire on for. They didn't tell me, but I know. And uh, I want a $6 raise. Just like double it. And just be like, I want a $6 raise. Like I've been here for 16 years. Like this is shenaniganry. Or uh, one of the things that I'd love to see in the the anti-work subreddit, which by the way is fucking hilarious. Um, like just straight up just be like, hey man, uh, so apparently I've got a really good job that's offering me this. And they want me to start tomorrow. Like they're going to give me a $10 raise and I'm starting tomorrow. And, you know, just if, if you can bluff it or you could fake it, you know, like that'd be a really good idea. Cause then they might just be like, eh, whatever. But yeah, basically just let your bosses know that the new hire, you know, makes way more than you do. And you've been there for a lot longer and you damn it. You deserve a raise. Yeah. Is that, that is bullshit when they hire new people on for way more than what the other person starts with. They should adjust that shit. I mean, then again, as I said, if he does have the, if he's just a random new hire, there's no reason for him getting paid $3 extra. The cost of inflation and stuff like that. Like, but if he does have a certain skill, you know, I could see that. But other than that, everyone should be getting paid if they're working in the same on the same level they should be getting paid the same yeah i've i've always been like tenure is big that's that's my big go-to is tenure how long you've been there what you've been doing and stuff like that and if i don't know if you've been noticing but like the the anti-work subreddit has kind of kept me up to date on a lot of stuff like it's it's almost impossible to hire folks for what you used to be able to hire matt because of that whole movement that's been going on so it it almost feels kind of weird that like some people are going to be getting paid a lot less than what the new hires are because they have to find the new hires. Like I was driving past my McDonald's by some of the fast food restaurants and they were actually making more than I was per hour. But I mean, I got paid commission for my sales and stuff like that, which actually put me well above what they were at. But it's just interesting to see that like base pay for like starting at McDonald's was like 16 bucks an hour or no, it was a Panda Express. Sixteen fifty an hour for uh, like managers, and then like fifteen fifty an hour for like chefs at Panda Express. Yeah, that's a that's a little weird. 
that's the last advice question I got, though, Ray. I don't, I don't know what else to talk about. I've kind of hit everything. Well, I, I had well, another topic I wanted to talk about, but it felt weird gushing about a woman to you. So maybe I'll, I'll save that for the next, the next solo episode that you fuckers get. Well, there is one thing that I ended up crossing over while looking up random stuff. Uh, so you, obviously you know who Bruce Willis is if you've seen any of the Die Hard movies. Do you, you want to know something cool? Hmm? I have this ability. It's the outro. You should have brought that up a long time ago, Ray. I love you, buddy. <laughs> that big of a dick.